With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the planning tools like a customizable checklist and website to a venue and vendor discovery tool that matches you with your dream team. Everything on Zola is designed to make your wedding journey as easy as possible. And with invites that are fun to create and a wedding registry packed with gifts you actually want, Zola takes you from save our date to thanks so much without breaking a sweat. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go. Listen, when it comes to wedding planning, it it can be so stressful and it's such a beautiful moment that, you know, you don't want to get caught up in all of the minor stuff. Yeah, the stress leading up to it. So Zola is incredible for helping you kind of enjoy the process all along the way. Mm -hmm. They've thought of everything that you'll need and have built in every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Starting is everything when it comes to fitness. I know me personally, it's always, you know, I'll start tomorrow. I'll start tomorrow. Mm. And then I had to figure out that it just has to be a little baby step. Hey, I like, don't have to take a big leap. It just needs to be a little, little, little guy. leap. Yeah. Yeah. But Peloton helps you start no matter what level you're at. Wherever you're starting, there's thousands of classes to get you moving. Whether that's beginner or advanced rides, feel-good live DJ rides or artist-themed rides. I like the 90s R&B. Yes. I like the Alanis Morissette. Oh. I heard the Taylor Swift ride was like wild. An experience. Mm-hmm. An emotional experience. Peloton bike instructors keep you motivated from day one. They'll show you the basics, help take the guesswork out of your workout, and encourage you to build from there. Wherever you're starting, get moving with a Peloton bike or Bike Plus rental at www.onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. Terms apply. Hi guys. I'm Jerry. I'm Sierra. We're ladies. And we tangent. Take my shoes off so no one yells at me. Yeah, get your shoes off the couch, you invalid <laughs> Neanderthal. <laughs> I, I don't want these letters here. Get these fucking pillows out of my And I see something and <laughs> and Mosby. <laughs> You want to come up here? Oh, welcome to the couch again, Buster. Buster I Brown. Know. What's, What's up, up, everyone? Hello. Boy, do I have a lot for you. Do you? Oh, do I? Do you seem upset? Oh, no, it's great. It's good stuff? So, well, okay. well, well, no, and yes. Well, well, well. I would say no and yes, and that's what's the fun of this. Okay. So do you have anything to tell love me a, before love I just Love a bit like, of duality? Absolutely. I mean, the only thing that I had to tell you was um, Shane and I signed on the land. Yay! We officially own the land now, (laughs) and they cannot take my tent away. Um, I we are perma squatting now. I will say that when you first did that initially, I didn't know you didn't own it. (laughs) Okay, well here's here's the thing because that sign stuff that is important. I guess I should tell people is that technically we hadn't closed on the sale of the land Mm. yet, but we had agreed. On to purchase it. To, yeah, we agreed. We signed all of the stuff to like say we are committed to purchasing it. The only reason that we didn't close immediately upon doing that was because we're building bank and stuff. 
Yeah, in order to not have to do closing costs twice, we just asked for an extension Ah, on our closing. Okay. So again, we always intended to buy it and um, we had like all the inspections and stuff done and it had been vacant up there for years. Yes, you could tell. (laughs) I know. Like the the photos (laughs) online versus the photos in real life are like... Yeah, it's been a bit. It's been a bit since you took that, huh? Tall grass. Yeah, got catfished. But yeah, so we finally do own it now. Everything Yay. is fine. So exciting. And after we signed, I thought it was very funny that right before we signed the papers, um, we actually the closing guy, Jake from State Farm, um, <laughs> <laughs> he came here to. Uh, it really was Jake, not State Farm though. But oh, his name really was Jake. <laughs> came here t- for us to sign all the closing documents and Shane walks in and he goes, sorry, I'm late. I just wanted to trespass one last time. <laughs> he had just been up on the land. After I got done with work, I picked up the kids and I met him back up there because mm-hmm. he went back up to do some weed eating, you know, tend to his land like mm-hmm. he intended to that one time. And I get there and I start getting the kids out and I said, all right, we got to figure out where daddy is. And all of a sudden from the trees, I hear, ew, ew. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? And I kind of just stayed very, very still because now my dogs, both their ears are perked up and I think that they're going to like so dart into the shame. woods. <laughs> and so I'm like, hello? Eeyoo! Eeyoo! Are you in a tree? No, I'm down here. It was Shane. <laughs> he was in the woods. He goes, follow the pink flags. So <laughs> there was, he had weed-eated down this path. Okay. He, he really wanted to go and find his spot where he wants to like build a whimsical garden for himself. That's okay. nice. And so he had found his spot and his way of letting me know that he had found his spot <laughs> was, was, I was like, were there monkeys in the trees? <laughs> Some kind of a fucking. Do you have baboons? <laughs> baboon mating call from, from the woods. I thought he was in a tree. That reminds me of like the fucking, um, how there's like a Burmese python, uh, like invasion. What's that called? Infestation something in. They're an invasive species in Florida. Because they got Florida, out of- We got to cut ties with Florida. That's all I know. <laughs> and I think it was because it was people's pets that got loose that then mated. And then now there's like Burmese pythons all over the fucking- Okay. Because they're not native to Florida. I, I don't believe they're native <laughs> to Burmese. <laughs> B- Bermuda? So, where the fuck is that from? Is Burmese a place? I don't know. There's a Bernese mountain dog and they're from- Bernese and Burmese are not the same. They're definitely not. So what? where are those fucking animals from? <laughs> what were Somebody you talking let me about? Know. Anyways, did you think there was pythons in the trees or baboons? No, I was saying Again. that it would be like a, somebody's pet monkey gets loose. Now all of a sudden we've got, native, we've got invasive monkeys in, in Ohio. Could you they help build know. my house? Oh my, oh, that'd be really, they just throw their shit at it. <laughs> Made of mud <laughs> and poop and, poop. and monkey faces. <laughs> These are my my baboons. They build my house with their monkey faces. <laughs> just call me a fucking monkey face. No, I got your monkey faces. <laughs> monkey faces. <laughs> What's happening? I don't know. I've had a silly goofy time because uh, this week has been a tough week for me. Oh, hold on. Before you go, I just wanted to tell you. Oh, <laughs> Before no. you leave, Sierra's going to get up and walk. Hey, I'm actually going to go. 
guys. This has been fun. No, before we left that day, the dogs were running around just living their best life. I'm yeah. talking Mosby looked like a puppy again. Aww. His tongue was hanging out of his mouth, just like flapping in the wind. As he, <laughs> We couldn't see them because the grass is so tall. And so we'd call their names and all of a sudden you'd see them bounding <laughs> like <laughs> they're little sheep. <laughs> and but then they took off. They ran I found them, they ran past me in the direction of Shane. Yeah. And so I thought, oh, they're probably headed back down to the magical, whimsical garden spot. Yeah. And in fact, they didn't. So it's time for us to leave. Okay. Mm. We get the kids in the car. And I don't know where these dogs are. And now, to remind anyone who doesn't know, we bought almost 12 acres of land. They could be anywhere. They could be anywhere. But you obviously have neighbors close enough that they can check that they're squatters. (laughs) Yes. So they could be there. And they have dogs as well. So I'm walking the property screaming their names, Mm -hmm. okay? And I'm also yelling things that I know that Mosby's going to respond to, such as treat or car, or ride. Yeah, they seem to be working. (laughs) Hello, are you alive? I'm not trying to say them in a way that'll get his attention. Yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it. But if I say, look at him, he is perking up. He's perking. If I say, Mosby, car ride, nothing? See, this is why it took me so fucking long to find him, okay? (laughs) Anyway, it was a a real homeward bound moment. I'm like, I don't know if they're going to know how to get back to us. No, and then they just go on an adventure together. Mm -hmm. But I went back to Shane because I started screaming for him then, and he couldn't hear me. And I was like, well, fuck. Can anybody hear me out here? (laughs) Am I a goose? (laughs) You said a goose. (laughs) Silly goose. So I get back out here with all these monkeys. (laughs) I like this for me. Imagine. So I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't know where they are. I'm not sure what's happening. Sorry, I'm back stuck on goose and monkeys. And I feel like both of them are kind of fighters sometimes. It's a scary situation. Yeah, it's going to be. Who would win in a fight, a goose or a monkey? I guess it depends how big the monkey is. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Do you you need me for this? (laughs) I just wanted to take you all. Where my brain was going while you were talking, because it was going to happen while you told the rest of the story if I didn't get it out. I want you to know that before I even sat down, she was sitting here going (laughs) (laughs) to herself. And I was like, what's happening? And she goes, I made myself laugh. Do you want me to tell you how? Sure. I was was thinking in my... Pause. Let me just finish this story because literally all that happened is I yelled their names one last time and I looked over and it was like the end of the scene, <gasps> the last scene in Homeward Bound where they limping, where they run up the hill. Well, no, that Birdie was because her fucking she did have a leash on and it just had snagged on a lot of stuff. But then she's they did bringing logs. With yeah. Oh well, that's what I was worried about. I was worried she was stuck on a tree or oh, something. Shit. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. Okay. Oh, the reason I'm sorry. The reason I'm I was thinking because we are going to do a Patreon episode after this, and I was going to tell you all, hey, if you want more, if you liked last week's episode, we're going to be answering more questions. But in my mind, when I did that, instead of saying Patreon.com slash ladies and tangents, which is what it is, Mm -hmm. did I say that correctly? Slash ladies and tangents. There's that enunciation. (laughs) In my head, I said (laughs) Patreon.com. It was a lot fire. So, anyways, patreon.com slash <laughs> I think it was so funny because you were just chuckling to yourself, and then I was like, what? And you all went, of this was I just said my- patreon.com in my head and I made myself laugh. <laughs> all of that was happening. 
happening in my head, which I, uh, I'm like, this is what it's like to be me all mm-hmm. the time. You're spending a lot of time in your head this week. <sighs> Entirely too much, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest. Yep. I need less time with myself alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I always say. <laughs> it's not good. However, I'm going to show you this first. Okay. I have a... I was given consent to share this on the podcast by my son. Okay. Because he comes home from school. And this is a something I learned when I was in my conflict management course in college. Because I used to just bombard him with questions. Uh-huh. How was school? What did you do? What was your favorite class? What were your friends? I just want him to talk with me. And all of his answers, he's a typical sixth grader. <laughs> They're nothing. always like, nothing. I don't know. It was fine. Blah. So what I learned in conflict management uh-huh. is... You give them one question, you prompt them in just a way that was like, how was school? And then you just like fucking shut up. You Mm -hmm. don't talk at all. If they say like, it was fine, you go, cool. Stop talking. So that's what I've been doing. And a lot of times we ride home in complete silence, which is fine. Yeah, because you probably need some after a long day at school. And I get that. But it can also prompt them to just like then fill it with, oh, I'll tell you more. You know what I mean? So completely unprompted as we're driving home from school. Noah begins to tell me something that I was not prepared for. And so I have a little. By the way, this video was like three minutes long and I had to cut it down because he is such a little he is such a little entertainer that he was like, hey, everybody, my name's Noah. You might know my mom (laughs) from Ladies and Tangents podcast. (laughs) He's so cute. So, Noah, if you're listening to this eventually in the future, I'm sorry I cut your message down. But this is what I think the important part is. But quit rambling. You gotta learn. Is- <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, here we go. Ready? Hello? Where's this? Where's the fucking? <laughs> Am I a boomer? Why is this not making noise? <laughs> Help me. Because that little sound thing in the bottom was uh, okay. Is X'd. Here we go. Here we go. Tell them exactly what you said to me yesterday. I feel like I have a ghost following me. You said I feel like I have a ghost following me. Yes. Why? Because I end up seeing these sort of figures, but it's not, like, for long, it's more like 0.1 seconds, which is an instrument. I don't know really. Are they, like, shadows, or can you tell if it's, like, a man or a woman? I can kind of tell if it's a man or a woman. And what is, what do you think it is? Well, the girl I think is Debbie, and the boy is identified, unidentified. You see two. I see two, yes. And you think one is Debbie? Yes. I also saw... I'm pretty sure the boy ghost looks like my dad, because I was walking by the kitchen, and I thought I saw my dad in the kitchen. I walk into the living room. My dad's in the living room. Interesting. Do you know anything about what the other one looks like? Debbie? Sure. I mean, that's you saying it, but... (laughs) I never Uh, prompted Debbie. She, like... She kind of has, like, wet, soggy hair covering her face. Oh! What? Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> I didn't want to freak him out. see your face. Sure. Oh. So she looks like maybe she just got out of the shower? Yes. Okay. Okay. I know it's creepy. It sounds very creepy, doesn't it? It's a little scary. But they don't do anything that scares you, correct? No, because, as you all know... Ghosts cannot hurt you because they... Oh, we all know that. Okay. Yeah, because, you know, like, if a ghost tries to, like, hurt you or punch you, it just goes, like, straight through you. Sure. (laughs) That makes sense. Wait, 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 wait. Time out. Oh, yeah. 
Let's check and see if we have any sponsors. Do you think seeing a therapist or psychiatrist would be helpful? Yes. <laughs> Immediately, yes. Yes. Would be helpful, but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them or this is the case for me, afford them. Mm. Try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting the help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Sometimes people wait until bad things happen to talk to a therapist. And let me tell you, as somebody who has stayed on top of their mental health journey, When I am faced with really difficult moments, Mm -hmm. because I have all of the tools that my therapists have helped give me, I feel empowered and strong enough to get through them. Yes. You have to be proactive, not reactive. And that's what I I know. Exactly. So why wait? You can get a therapist through Talkspace. With Talkspace, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. It's incredibly convenient to have virtual sessions with your licensed therapist from the comfort of your own home because I know we're we're homebodies out here. And I don't want to put on pants. That's what I'm saying. It's mental health care made easy. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off of your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash tangents. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash tangents to get $80 off of your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash tangents. Are you one of those people who thinks that uh, you don't have time to prioritize wellness? Because I am. I am. Well, Allo Moves is here to change that whole mindset. It's an app that makes it easy to keep your wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place. There's yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. That can all seem intimidating if you're just starting out. But Allo Moves has beginner classes all the way up to advanced and anything that will fit into your schedule. So you you can do like a little five minute something here and there. Yeah, still check off the box of wellness today, even I if it was for a little bit. did it. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, dry brushing, and journaling for those quiet moments. Again, Working out your mind is just as important as working out your body. That's so true, especially when it comes to sleep. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Allo Moves. Go to allomoves.com now and use code TANGENTS20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com, code TANGENTS20. allomoves.com, code TANGENTS20. If you're a wine lover, here's a little secret. You can join a personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks. It's called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, you get to discover new wines you're guaranteed to enjoy. So listen, all you have to do is you get on the website, you answer a few questions about what kind of flavors you like, how often you drink wine, if you prefer red, white, rosé. Based on your answers, First Leaf curates an amazing selection of wines just for you. And then later... You rate the wines, and if you don't like them, you don't get them again. Which is so nice. And then all of the wines, based on how you rate them, will then become more tailored to you and what you your fit is. And it's just incredible because you also then get to um, curate how often you get delivery and when you get it delivered. And then you just have wines all the time. <laughs> And you can also talk with their wine concierge to help you figure out what to pair them with. Because if there's one thing I don't know, it's what to freaking pair my wine with. What am I drinking this with? Plus, you get member-exclusive pricing on every order. Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash ladiesandtangents to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F 
com slash ladies and tangents. Try firstleaf.com slash ladies and tangents. <laughs> Anyways, I didn't want to freak him out, but he didn't tell me what Debbie looked like. I was like, what? this is how he said it to me. We're in the car and he goes, I think I see Debbie sometimes. And I, again, almost wrecked into a tree. I was like, what did you say? <laughs> Unprompted. All I asked was how school was. <laughs> and I was like, what are you saying to me right now? And also, how do you remember this? Now, I want to cry a little. I know. I know. I thought you had fun things for me. No. The next one is about a dead dog. <laughs> so, None of this was listen, fun. I've had a really hard one. We week. really peaked with the EU. <laughs> you did. That's why I was like, please tell me you have something. Why? So anyways. Um, I do have one other thing, I guess. But okay, good. But it, it's something that my son said. Oh, okay. Unprompted. So so yeah, I don't know if he, he certainly doesn't listen to our podcast, Two Girls, One Ghost, or Sinisterhood. So mm-hmm. maybe he's heard it in passing, the Debbie thing. But other than that, I don't know where he would have heard that. He absolutely has never heard me tell the story about the girl that I saw who looked like she had wet hair hanging from her face in my bedroom, remember? <gasps> I know. I fucking forgot. I. That's why my reaction was what it was. And then he goes, what? And I was like, it's cool, baby. It's cool. <laughs> I, I didn't want to scare him. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. <laughs> What's good? What do you mean? But I was also like, ah. <laughs> so anyways, that's that. Um, I am going to need a medium, I think it turns out. I think that I have to, because at this point, I'm like, is this now an entity that has followed me for my whole life? And now, now is talking Noah. to my children? Or or around my children? Or, 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 or. <laughs> I'm now a seal, a baboon, and a goose. <laughs> Walk into a bar. <laughs> they say, ow. Ouch. <laughs> Make the bar higher. <laughs> the bartender's like, we're trying. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I just want you guys to know this is not sponsored. But if anyone uh, is affiliated with Curious Elixirs, mm. I want you to know that I fucking love I fucking love your products. Okay, she's still trying to be on zero alcohol, which I applaud a hundred percent. And these are like an alcohol free substitute because yes. they also have some herbal. Yeah, it's a it's a alcohol free. Uh, cocktail and they have like adaptogens in them that are supposed to help reduce stress and unwind naturally and i fucking yeah, love them yeah they get they you really do so boost this. my mood yeah i like anyway. it because it makes me started. feel like it makes me feel like i'm still participating yeah because i i don't know about you, but I'm feeling hella blue. I've <laughs> <laughs> just like truly been oh, like 100%. down in the fucking dumps. This Pisces moon fucked me Dude. in the ass. <laughs> As it does. <laughs> Dude, 100%. And I'm not, I'm drinking <laughs> tall boy from the gas With a fucking knitted <laughs> koozie. koozie on it. Because I have been on antibiotics for a week and a half. Thank you, cum disease. <laughs> so, I thought you said thank you, cum disease. <laughs> there's I that have enun- <laughs> there's that enunciation. Oh, not again. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I was like, I haven't drank since my bachelor bachelorette. Your bachelorette. <laughs> bachelorette. The Ratchelorette. <laughs> oh. Anyways, tell me your story. 
Okay. And then I'll bring the mood down. Again. Okay. Okay. With a little bit, a bit of backseat forksy. I like, like it. it. Okay. So I, I don't know why my kids enjoy me so much, but they do. <laughs> they want to be around me all the time. I want to be around me less. They want to be around me all the time. I'm their favorite fucking person. Yeah. And uh, I feel that. I am trying to do this thing because I saw, I don't know if it was a TikTok or a reel or whatever, it doesn't matter, but I saw this video of someone being like, it is okay to tell your kids, I don't want to play with you right now. I'm drinking my coffee and when I'm done, I will play. That's so cute that you're realizing. As somebody who's had two kids that were basically only children, didn't have a play thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a play thing. A sibling. <laughs> Sorry, that's not the Yeah, you were their play thing. <laughs> I have to tell my kids that all the time well, and i had to get over it quickly because it was like other than i'm the only thing that they could play with that is that is a reflection of my own a uh, totally trauma though yeah. where i like never wanted to be unavailable to them mm-hmm. but i'm realizing i'm allowed to say that this is important to me and when i'm done i can i can do what you want because i want them I'm to be able to do them my that for themselves yeah, i want them to it. advocate for themselves as well anyway totally. i say that because Ollie was like, mom, will you start me up on the swing? And I'm like, you can fully pump alone. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, but I want, you to, I want you to push Bubba on the swing. I'm like, first of all, that's not what you said. <laughs> second, changing the fucking rules. <laughs> second of all, Bubba didn't ask me to do that. I don't want to do that right now. <laughs> so I said, I'm having my coffee. I'm going to sit here. I can watch you. Yep. And then when I'm done, we can, we can revisit your request. Yes. So instead, he decides, you know what? I want to sit right next to you. And I'd like to play the game where we try and make the same face. Okay. And I was like, okay, we can do that. I don't have to move for that one. So what this game is, we did this in the car when we were driving back from Florida or to Florida. It doesn't matter. Where We face away from each other and we say one, two, three, and then we look at each other and we try to make the same face. Oh, my God. That's so fun. I really like that. (laughs) If you've never done this with a child, like a toddler, it is so funny, especially if you've never seen them make funny faces. Yes. Like a lot of kids will just like mimic your face. Yes. Knowing what face they choose oh, is really funny. I love that. So we did that a couple times. That just made me very happy. Then he wants to play the funny word game. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I know the funny word game. And he's like, oh, it's where I (laughs) whisper. It's where I whisper words in your ear (laughs) and see if I can make you laugh. (laughs) That does sound fun. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And he's like, and then you do it to me. And I was like, okay. And so he gets up really close to me. And he, I'm going to do it to the microphone just so if you're wearing headphones, you're going to feel what I felt because I genuinely felt like my fucking eardrum was being punched. Okay. Okay. So warning. (laughs) It's not, it's not punched by air. Okay. He was just really forcefully whispering. He went like this. Flarkin Durkin. (laughs) Flarkin Durkin is a good word. Flurgan Durgan is what he whispered aggressively into my ear. So that that's was really my, fun. that's what my kid said. Your kid's seeing dead people. Yeah. In mind is like, you want to make silly faces and say Flurgan Durgan or my no? Kids just be fucking with ghosts. I'm like, can we not? Now, that's the no, most I- like my kids, your kids thing ever. It really is. I don't know what the fuck is. And no, or Sawyer has said Debbie Moore. She keeps saying it. And I was like, are you both fucking with me? Tell me now. <laughs> 
Hey, tell me now. Hey, 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 how about Flergendurgen? Anyone seen a fucking Flergendurgen or just Debbie? <laughs> with the soggy wet hair. Debbie with the soggy hair. <laughs> Becky with the good hair. It's yeah. Debbie with the soggy hair. Oh. I don't appreciate it. Why is she wet all the time? <laughs> why is she? Hey, why are you so wet? <laughs> There's got to be a pill for that. Oh, God. You ready for the sad shit? Oh, yeah. All right, everybody. I'm going to tell you a sad. Nothing transi- transitions into dead dogs better than <laughs> Flergendurgens. Wet, <laughs> wet Flergendurgens. Here we go. It's about to get a little sad. So trigger warning for dead things, <laughs> especially dead animals. But please, if you can, try to stick around because the story has a wholesome ending and I want you there for it. It's the reason I'm telling it because I haven't even told you yet. And it was one of those moments where I'm like, the world is doing things for me or us or as a collective things are happening for a reason okay well, i want you to this is this is me interrupting your story now with my own keep thoughts going. <laughs> i did it a lot shane too. and i uh had to go meet with the builders on tuesday and i was crying on the way up because mm-hmm. i felt such immense like pressure like financially because i'm totally. like i am the sole provider for my family right now if i fuck up it's a lot i, I could lose everything it's my so kids scary. could lose everything my like my husband like all of this is riding on me and i don't feel as a woman raised in the patriarchy that i was prepared for like <laughs> this financial pressure the fiscal responsibility 100 percent. and so i'm literally crying and driving and I'm like, but what if it all just goes away? And what if I fail everybody? And Shane goes, do you remember what you said to me yesterday? I was like, no. <laughs> and he said, you're not going to fail because you're blessed and highly favored by the universe and things just work out for you. <laughs> and I, I go, you're right. Yeah, I am blessed and highly favored. <laughs> So he just like Good. said an affirmation back to me. Anyway, yeah, okay. That's kind of what happened a little. Okay. So to tell you the story, it's going to be a short story told long. <laughs> that's how I like them. I'm going to take you back to the beginning. This is where if we're in a movie, I'm picturing me crying as a baby and I'm like, not that far. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> okay, but truly. Okay. Record scratch. <laughs> that's better. <laughs> No, okay, so let's take you back to 2019. 2019? No, that wasn't that long ago. 2009. We're graduating. My aunt died. Christmas. Yeah. Very sad. Very sudden. Very traumatic for everybody. Okay. We go, and I can't remember why this was like weeks, maybe two weeks after this all happened. Christmas. New Mm -hmm. Year's. 2009. Right. We go to, yes. Into 2010 or 2000? Into 2010. Okay. So we go to my step aunt's house. Or maybe it was my step cousin. It doesn't matter. Anyways, the person that was there, and I think we, it was some kind of holiday thing. I can't even remember. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to set the scene for you. And the person you need to know the name of is Danny. It is my stepdad's niece. So Got my it. step cousin. Okay. She's there. And the the aunt that passed away was my mom's sister. Mm -hmm. Okay. So my mom is there. My stepdad's there. We're at his. She's Danny is there. She used to be a like she worked at a vet office. And so we get to the house and there is this little dog there. 
And he's just like, burp, burp, burp. fucking loves me, by the way. I think it's their new dog. Mm-hmm. And he's obsessed with me. And I'm like, I love this dog. And Danny was like, how, what a coincidence. I'm trying to get rid of him. Basically saying she worked at a vet office. A man came up from Florida and was like, this was my, I don't know if it was his wife's dog or something happened. There is an epidemic in Florida of these <laughs> dogs. <laughs> They're eating these small dogs. No, but there's an epidemic of these Papillon. <laughs> Papillon doggies. Burmese Papillons. <laughs> well, I think, I'm not going to say this because I don't know 100%, but I want to say there was abuse involved with okay. the dog. But basically, he was just like, if you're not going to take it, I'm going to take it to the pound. And if you know anything, like she just said, it is mm-hmm. a Papillon. Mm-hmm. They're right here. I love that this reminds mm-hmm. me of Chance. It's right beside me. Um, Papillons are show dogs. They were bred to be like show dogs. They are pussies. I was going to say, that is not a, that is not a all pound how, dog. That's not how I would describe Chance whatsoever. No, he wasn't. Because he was raised in the streets. <laughs> he really fucking was. That dog <laughs> shook. <laughs> but can you imagine him at the pound? Oh, no, He's for real, pa- for he, real, yeah. He, no, no, he couldn't. So anyways, Danny was like, absolutely, this dog is not built for the pound. Plus, they're like $2,000 dogs. They're show dogs, they're mm-hmm. supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And this guy was just like, going to take it to the pound. She's like, no. This I dog, will- I can't get it to turn off vibrate, okay? <laughs> I, I, I want to give he it away. will have a heart attack if you take him to the pound. So she brings it home and is like, I'll find a family. Anyways, she's telling us this. I'm sitting there holding this dog that is loving me, that is the first time I feel joy after this immense mm. grief that I've gone I thought you through. meant ever. <laughs> Probably, honestly. <laughs> and a little backstory. My mom married a man who did not like animals. Sorry, that's just the truth. He mm-hmm. told us always, you will never fucking get an animal. I will never have an animal in my house. It's not going to happen. Me and my sister did have garage cats, <laughs> <laughs> which were stray cats in our neighborhood that we were like, We'll feed you. Mm-hmm. So we would go to the store. Garbage kitty garage with, cats. <laughs> without our parents' knowledge and just like keep food and water for them and be like, you're our cat now. But they were neighborhood <laughs> stray cats. Anyways, but we never got to have a, an animal. And I'm a fucking animal lover mm-hmm. at my core. So I'm taking this dog out, blah, blah, blah. Danny's like, you should keep this dog. And I was like, I would love to keep this dog. Mm-hmm. Will you tell him? Because blah, blah. I don't know how it happened. The stars aligned somehow mm-hmm. that day that he was finally like, all right, let's take the dog. And I was like, you're shitting me. We get to have a dog. Finally. I'm like yeah. 18, by the way, too. Not like, not like a little kid. I was like <laughs> yeah. 18 years old. But I was like, we've never got to have a dog. It's all I've wanted. It's like your mom and won't stop crying. <laughs> this dog is just like vibrating and into my chest. And just like, I'm like, I will fucking love you so hard. And yeah, my mom was having a very hard time. Yeah, She's like me in the fact that she doesn't cry. Mm-hmm. she's just like no everything is fine it's like hey your sister died it's okay to cry yes yes um and she reminded me of this the other day when we went on a walk which was there was a moment where the first night because chance slept in my bed when we, he first mm-hmm. got to his house oh oh spoiler alert we took the dog <laughs> his name's dog. chance they called him stitch because look at these fucking ears they did look like stitch ears but we named him chance because we gave him a chance and mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that's what we named him and um, he slept in my bed with me, but I remember the first night my mom was like, do you care if he sleeps in our bed to her husband who hates animals? And it was because she finally was able to cry and like let oh. it out about her sister. And then he kind of like really got attached to my mom, which is understandable. I thought you were talking about your stepdad. <laughs> <laughs> he finally cared about her. No, <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. Wow. <laughs> no, 
Okay, the dog. The dog. <laughs> Got attached to your mom. Yeah. Okay. So then I get pregnant with Noah literally the next year and I have to move out. I don't have to, but like I chose to. Yeah. And I could just tell the bond that my this dog had with my mom. And I'm like, I could take him. Technically, he was mine. But he, him, and I don't want to do that to my yeah. mom. It has helped her so much in this grieving process. Okay. Thirteen and a half years pass. Here we are. He is he is your quintessential crusty white dog. Like like he he was. I'm pretty sure he died a year ago, and he's just still been walking this earth. One hundred percent. That's a zom dog. I'm not gonna lie. It was if hey, we know exactly who he would be if he <laughs> were in Congress. <laughs> If you picture hey, that's him, Stitch McConnell. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except not a horrible person. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but my mom had taken him to the vet so many times and they basically gave her this checklist that was like, if any of these things are happening, then it's time. But if it's not, yeah. like he's good to go. <laughs> We're not going to put him down. So she just kept... He was just alive. I and guess he, he runs for office in 2026. <laughs> <laughs> He's the new president. <laughs> Anyways, making it sad. Trigger warning. <laughs> My mom calls me the other day. After I saw him on Saturday and I was like, hey, mom, he's not looking good. But I've also been saying this for the past two years. Yeah. Every time I've seen him. And he always like bounces back. So I think he just bounces <laughs> right <laughs> off the bed. <laughs> No, you wouldn't even jump on the bed anymore. It was really sad. Anyways, he was he would get better though. But mm-hmm. this time he looked not great. And I was like really trying to keep Sawyer away from him because he was trying to touch him. And I was like, that is a corpse, please. <laughs> you have to get away from him. He's having a really hard time. And Living. So Saturday I told my mom, like, hey, we might have to start thinking about mm-hmm the end and she's like no but this checklist and he hasn't done any of these things well the other day then i think it was tuesday i'm on the phone with her as she's going home from lunch like she does every day she would feed him like four times a day because he would only eat this really little soft food (laughs) so she'd have to feed him so many times (laughs) because he wouldn't eat a lot he's a small stomach Mm -hmm. so she's going home from work to lunch and she's on the phone with me and she goes oh no oh shit oh fuck 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 and I said, what? And she's like, oh, I think it's time. And then she gets off the phone. And I'm like, what do you, what are you fucking what? <laughs> what happened? So I call her back. And I'm getting my nails done. <laughs> Speak up because the dremel's loud. And I'm like, sorry. And my mom is bawling on the phone. And I'm like, that's embarrassing. <laughs> like this. And I'm like, sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, mom. It was, she doesn't cry. Like I said, so it was yeah, jarring So she's going to laugh. So. I'm thinking like, what's going on? She's like, oh, I just think it's time. I found one of the things on the checklist happened. Mm -hmm. So she's like, I think it's time. And so will you come with me to take him to the vet? And I said, yes, absolutely. So I get done with my nails. (laughs) Why can't it wait till after my appointment? I am in the middle. (laughs) Fresh set for the death. Fresh to death. That's exactly what. Sorry. But he's an old dog. He lived a really good life. Okay. So I get there. He's not looking good. I'm like, yeah, mom, we're going to take him to the vet. But I, this is it. It's yeah. time. Like yeah. there were things that were happening, which I won't go into that. I was like, hmm, it's time. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
as we're driving there. I'm not letting myself cry yet because I don't. I have an ice heart. My mom is sobbing. So she's like, can you drive? I said, sure. <laughs> I'm driving her car because he does smell kind of like death. <laughs> Dude, I was like, I think he's already going. <laughs> so she's like, I don't want to take him in your car because it smells. I was like, I agree. <laughs> take yours. <laughs> Sorry, I have to laugh. We're all cr- I've been crying all week for yeah. real. We get there. And my mom's like, can you just go in and tell them and then sit there and text me when to come in because I'm sobbing and I don't want to be the person in the vet's office. Have you ever gone to the vet where you oh, know there's you a know? family that's like, yeah, it's so sad. It's so she's like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's so fucking awkward. <laughs> what is, is sad? It's so sad, but it is also awkward because your little puppy's like, <laughs> alive trying to smell them and they're like uh, holding their dying dog so i'm like yeah absolutely stay in the car i will go in and like get you checked in and then i'll text you when it's time oh my god that happened to me once whenever one i think it was louie mm. ate my underwear mm-hmm. <laughs> this couple came out sobbing because they had to put their dog down i'm like mine is an idiot <laughs> <laughs> and I might have to put her down because she's actively she's eating my underwear. So absolutely stupid. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. So I got to put this down for this. We go to a vet that I've never been to. That uh-huh. is my mom's vet, but she hasn't been to it in a in a while either. Well, I guess she has, but she didn't. Anyways, I go in, and nobody's talking to me at first, which I'm like, that's fine. I am starting to cry at this point, so Aww. I was like, this is awkward. Just like small, like little tears yeah. welling out. And they're all like looking. And the one girl looks up at me and she's like, oops, sorry, I'll be right there. And then she connects eyes with me. And it is my cousin, Danny, who got, she had just started again at this place. What? At the vet that we take him to. And it's the person who introduced him to us in the Aww. first place. And she looks at me and I just start fucking bawling and i said i think it's time and she starts crying oh no and she's like go ahead and sit with your mom in the car i'll come out to get you she got us we go back in she stayed with us the entire time petting him telling him what a good boy is talking about stories of when he was a puppy and it was like such a moment where i'm like what are the fucking odds that she, mm-hmm. my mom didn't know she would be there. I didn't know she would be yeah. there. What are the odds that she would be in that moment? And that it was the three of us, her who connected him to us, me who got him to my mom. Right. And then like my mom, who was the Her who saved person. him from the pound. Yes. That we would all, are you getting him? Yeah. Oh, dude, I was bawling. Like we were all As soon three. as she said good boy, my eyes were like done. Oh, that's what I said to him while he was going. I was telling him, I was like, you're a good boy. You'd be such a good boy. Oh. I know. It was, it was. Meanwhile, Mosby's licking his asshole right here. <laughs> Moser, come here. So, come here, that was the first time I've ever been there to um, I see an animal get euthanized. It was very tough, but also, mm-hmm. they told me basically if it didn't happen then, it would have happened within a few days. Yeah. So, it was just like really easy. I mean, his body was she told us his organs were shutting down mm. um, and he was suffering bad. Mm-hmm. And you could tell he couldn't even lift his head up. He was so Aww. tired. And so, yeah, it was very sad. But also, I'm very happy that he lived the life that he lived and that he's not suffering anymore. And that was just a crazy moment where I'm like, yeah, how the fuck did this all happen together? Blessed so. and highly favored by the universe and things just work out. I guess. Heartwarming. <laughs> well, not. He didn't have heartworms. He was such an old dog. <laughs> he did not have heartworms. <laughs> to be clear. <laughs> he was just an old old dog. Yeah. But anyways, so that's my story of the dog dying. 
Well, I know. <laughs> Yay! Isn't it what you know to cheer for? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know what to do. But anyways, here he is. If you're, this is what he reminds me of. Um, yeah, we actually put whenever we were making the backdrop, we found. I have an entire book of dog information, mm-hmm. and we found the one uh, with the papillon on it, and I put it right next to where Sierra sits. I know because I was like, "That's my chance." Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah. So, can't look here for too long. It's going to be sad. <laughs> look at it. But- I want to see you cry, bitch. <laughs> Speaking of crying, before we get into this, I oh, know one more, one more. We're going to get forty minutes into the episode before we actually start it. Mm-hmm. Jerry has fucked me up. First of all, if anybody's heard Miley Cyrus used to be young, uh huh. That song is doing things to me that I didn't know. I, I was just was I not on my Bachelorette weekend talking about how I feel like a sadness for my early 20s mm-hmm. and like that stage I went through and almost like a nostalgia but I also know how fucking awful and hard it was yeah. and I don't know how to put that in words that I missed something that I'd also never want to revisit 100% and when I listen to that song that's exactly what it is mm-hmm. for me it's crazy but then you showed me another song what's it called growing sideways yes Noah Khan. I think Kahn. that's how you spell I think that's how you say his last name K A H-A-N. H-A-N. Um, and dude, if you want to cry more, just go listen to those songs. I've been really letting it out this week because I feel like it's necessary. And what did it move? No, oh, there's a spider behind you. Oh, my fuck. It just dropped down. <laughs> Don't you're going to you're going to lift it over me. You little shit. Hold on. I'm peeing. No. Absolutely not. Oh, no, ma'am. <laughs> it's on the floor. It's the floor spider now. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Time out. Oh, yeah. Let's check and see if we have any sponsors. Nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra-absorbent, it's lightweight, low dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month without clumping. That means no more wasting litter. If there's one thing I love about my cat... It's that she goes poopy in a box <laughs> and then I don't have to pick it up from outside. Okay. I also love that about and your pretty, cat. <laughs> pretty litter makes it. So guess what? I don't even have to smell it in my home. And it also ships free to your door. I know that because I dropped you off one day and there it was waiting for you. It's so nice. And convenient. I don't want to go to the store to get my litter because then I have to pick the bag up and lug it around the entire store. And most of the times, let's be honest, those litters are clumpy and Yucky. dusty. And I just don't want to deal with it. And you know what I do every time I go to your house and I'm around your litter box is I look to see if the, any of those crystals have changed color. I'm checking in on your cat's health. I'm she's looking so to healthy. see if she's got any, you know, urinary tract infections, kidney issues, anything that's going to make those crystals turn a funky color that they're not supposed to be. That's the coolest part about Pretty Litter. It'll detect that right away and you can get your cat help as soon as they need it. Because guess what? Those little sweet angels won't tell us when they're mm. not feeling that good. You can count on Pretty Litter to keep your house smelling fresh and clean. So go to prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20% on your first order. prettylitter.com slash tangents. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So many of us love coffee. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot. Some like it iced with a splash of creamer. And some like it... 
with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we would like to admit. Mm, but now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. And honestly, it's game-changing. It really is. You just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee, and voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. It's so good. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. It is honestly one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. I was going to say, when you use it, you need to put it in a clear glass because yes. it's so fun to watch. It is so fun to watch. And also the texture of it mm. is the most incredible, mm -hmm. beautiful thing I've ever witnessed. I was like shocked. Yeah. The best part, it works on both hot and iced coffee. And honestly, I've tried it on both. Love it both ways. It comes in three foaming, delicious flavors, French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Mm -hmm. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store and be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. Okay. So I have history for you today. <laughs> you have history for me today? So here's the thing. I know you all love tangents and true crimes, but what if, what if, because what I think is a little bit more fun mm -hmm. is history mysteries. <laughs> History mysteries. It's a little more like and history mysteries. <laughs> yes. Oh fuck! Hold on. Now I have to see who sent it to me. I won't say your name. I'm sorry. I can't go back and look. But basically, what happened with this story mm -hmm. was somebody sent me a TikTok as I'm about to get my deep gum cleaning. <laughs> I'm waiting in the waiting room and I see it and I texted you and I was like, I fucking have the next one we're doing. It's not oh, yeah, technically a crime. But it's more of a mystery that happened so long ago that I feel like you will love this because she sends me a TikTok telling me about it. And I'm like, that's so interesting. I Google it and a podcast pops up that I could listen to about it. And it is, again, all things aligning right before we started our podcast. Well, actually, I was still listening to it. Do you remember when I talked to you about this podcast will kill you? Yes. I loved them. However... They are two, I believe, epidemiologists, epidemiologi am I yes. saying that correctly? Uh, yes. Um, one of them, I think, may be pre-med or is in medicine also, but they're science girlies. Mm -hmm. So fucking smart. They talk about disease. Yes. I used to be obsessed with it, and I was binge listening right up until 2020, mm -hmm. and then I had to- Stop. <laughs> my mental- my mental self was not well Yeah, when I thought about viruses and virology and yes. all of the things. Although what I love about them is that they will teach. It it's very Hank Green where I feel like I'm learning, but also having fun. Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel when they're speaking that I'm in class or learning something, but then I will it, yeah, leave it. hard for like, your brain to like actually yes. consume some of that information. So it's so good. So if you want any of that, Go for it. But they had an episode on this. Okay. And I was like, oh my God, the stars are aligning. It ends up that it was like one of the episodes right before I, or right after I stopped listening. I would have got to that if I had listened to two more episodes. Oh, wow. I know. What okay. are the freaking odds? So the episode is one second. It's episode 40, and I won't say what it's called. But I do have to find it in Because it's going to give it away? Yeah, but I'll just tell you right now. What I'm going to tell you about is the Dancing Plague of 1518. Okay. Here we go. Okay. 
Dancing Plague. Dancing Plague. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to take you all the way back to 1518. The, the city, town, city is called Strasbourg. Okay. We live very Home of the Tigers. <laughs> yes. We live very close to a Strasbourg. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, it's a it was within the Holy Roman Empire, but basically it was on the French-German border area. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think it was located in France, but like right in the French-German area. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I never knew that they bordered each other. Yeah. I really have to get better about learning about the world. Well, I think a lot of that was a little all over the place during World War II even. And the UK is so confusing to me because like they all have such different ways of speaking, but they're also fucking close to each other. Yeah. It's like, yeah, how, yeah, yeah. how do you have such vast accents and you're basically neighbors? I know. <laughs> it's I... crazy. Totally different languages sometimes. I got nothing to add. I <laughs> Only agreeing. <laughs> Okay, so here's the thing. We start out in July 1518, and there's a woman by the name of Frau Trophia. Woman Trophia. Mrs. is what they say, but yeah, Frau Trophia. Well, the reason I say that is because whenever we had a German foreign exchange student come to our school and we kept referring to our teacher as Frau, they were like, why are you just calling your teacher woman? (laughs) I was like, I don't know. That's what she has to be called. Yeah. Um, okay, so she steps into the street and begins dancing just out of nowhere. She seemed unable to stop dancing, and she keeps dancing until she literally collapse, collapses from exhaustion. After she rests from literally passing out, she resumes the frenzied dancing. After a while, people begin to join her and just start dancing in like a circle. Okay. Together. Nobody knows why. And they would dance until they would fall to the ground from exhaustion and then continue dancing. Is this the world's first flash mob? It might be. (laughs) (laughs) I think. Well, no. It's weird because this has happened before. But I don't really talk about that too much. So, like, don't get excited about it. (laughs) If you want more, listen to This Podcast Will Kill You. They're so smart. (laughs) Okay. So this continues for days, and within a week, more than 30 other people have joined her. Dancing. They're not going home? No. They're just dancing. They're passing out from exhaustion, and then they wake up and they continue to dance. Is this The Sims? Maybe. (laughs) It is frenzied. They keep going past the point of injury, and some even die. What? Yes. What? Hold on. It's going to get weirder. The number eventually grows to over 400 people, and they don't stop for two months. What? (laughs) I'll let that sink in for a minute. And they're all in one place? They're all in one place. Just dancing in the town. So much so... So now the authorities begin to get involved. Okay, I'm sure. And they're like, what the fuck do we do about this? And basically their answer, which I love this thought process, is like, let's just let them dance it out. So what they do is they build a fucking stage, hire professional dancers to dance with them, and get like a band. (laughs) No, they don't. No, they don't. However, this only makes it worse. And more people join. And then more people become... Down with, the down with the sickness. Down with the sickness. Exactly. 
like, wow. I like that that's their thought instead of like, witches, burn them all. Well, it kind of got to that point. After they were like, let's just let them fucking fuck it out. Like, also, you have to understand, it's mostly women, of course. So they're probably just like, oh, they're on their periods. Let them dance. <laughs> let the ladies dance. They're, just, they're on their menzies. They're just going crazy. <laughs> you know what? Women get crazy and dance. <laughs> so, okay. Up to this, at one point, now again, this is, there's so many. It's 1518. So not a lot of... uh technology <laughs> yeah it's hard to get <laughs> stories that are all aligning yes there's lots of different chroniclers that's the word that's a word yes who are a lot of different accounts <laughs> they say it in this oh. podcast will kill you chronically chroniclers chroniclers <laughs> they say it better than that because they're smarter than me <laughs> but a lot of different accounts yes. basically however one of them says that at the height of the epidemic 15 people a day were dying from exhaustion, heart attacks, heat stroke. And then they'd get back up? No, well, not after they died. <laughs> well, you, said, you said some of them even died, and I thought that you meant that they then also got back up and kept dancing. And I was like, a oh. zombie apocalypse. <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm they all started doing Michael Jackson's thriller. <laughs> Hey, I forgot to tell you all that this is less of a a history episode and more of a... We're doing drunk history, so leave but me alone. I'm not drinking. This is fun, though. It is fun. Only because everyone from this time period is now dead and they can't be re-traumatized by us telling them this story. They've yeah. been dead for centuries. Many, many moons. So, you know... Unless they are zombies. So they died? Some of them. And then but some of them would them. just pass out and get back up. Yes. But think about how traumatic that is either way for viewers and, and participants. <laughs> yes. Okay. So how would you like to be the people that were hired to dance with the <laughs> like other people? Dying, freaking frenzied people. <laughs> yeah. But what it, it doesn't sound was like it, it was like super frenzied. It but it was like it was contagious dance. I mean, yes. That's what it seems like, right? But so someone got paid to then go into mm -hmm. the contagion, and mm -hmm. then did those people? No, they were fine. What? As far as I know. What the fuck? How? I don't know. This was in 1518, Jerry. I can't ask. <laughs> <laughs> You're asking too don't many questions. Come to me. Unless you <laughs> have anniversaries. <laughs> Annotated bibliography. I'm sorry. I don't know that part. Just straight for 1518. Here is, is the town squire. Is <laughs> <laughs> good. <laughs> we had a stabby and she dances in my children's room. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. All right. Here's the deal. Were they dancing fast? What kind of dancing were they, they doing? They say like just dance, but in a circle. It's giving witch. It is giving witch. Here's the thing. Keep that in your mind. Die. Well, technically, you just put it about... there, so I'll keep it there. Okay, you said it first. <laughs> <laughs> Did I? Yeah. How witchy of me uh, <laughs> to make you think <laughs> that you didn't. Because we are going to talk theories eventually. Okay, okay. Um, so this event was probably the most thoroughly documented and probably the last of such outbreaks, but it was one of several outbreaks. So of dancing, yes, which took place between the 10th and the 16th centuries, and 
even uh, like in 1374, there was an eruption that spread um, across towns along the Rhine River of people having dance epidemics. Well, now we understand Footloose. And that's what I'm saying. Well, you will more after this because I want to say this is a little bit of what it's based on. Because basically at the end of it, they had to ban music to get people to fucking stop. <laughs> what? Okay. What? Yeah. But what if they beat to their own drum? Well, okay. So what happened was, we're going to skip this part. Hold on. I have to go to my next pause. Take this out. Okay. I think I used it to go to Amazon to look for plates. <laughs> okay. So dancers are beginning to collapse, um, dying from stroke, heart attack, the such. Uh-huh. Because they're not stopping to eat. No. Or drink. I don't think. Maybe a little, but maybe they're doing it while they're just like fucking break dancing. I'm just picturing them break dancing, and I know that's not correct. In that's a circle, they're all choreographed. <laughs> Where did you learn this? It's battling. <laughs> just Jersey Shore, boom, boom. Okay, but by early September, the outbreak, the outbreak begins to subside because dancers were being sent to a mountain shrine to pray for absolution. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about the mountain shrine, if I can So they told it. these people, <laughs> go to the mountain and ask whoever... St. Vitrus. ...to help you stop dancing. Yes, because... So you're telling me these people went up a mountain like this <laughs> to be like, help me. Stop it. <laughs> I don't know. None of us will know. But basically, St. Vitrus was... A shrine of a saint who wore red shoes that were sprinkled with holy water and had painted crosses on the tops and soles. And then they had to hold small crosses on their hands and incense and do Latin incantations um, to do this ritual to be forgiven by, I'm sorry, is it Vitris? Vitus. Vitus? (laughs) (laughs) I heard it differently earlier. (laughs) I want to say Vitus. Vitus. Okay. and then they they were cured, they think. But what I think happens is we have a mashup here of some kind of psychological illness and then extreme religion. Mm. And so now, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And when they scissor. They think that they're cured, but I think maybe they were just sick. Yeah. And... D- do finally th- had to get away from the masses. Do you think it was a bit of a folly ado kind of thing? Well, I'm going to tell you what I believe. What the fuck is folly <laughs> Oh, wait. We talked about a folly A madness ado. of two, but, it's, but isn't there like a madness of many? Oh, you're on it. What's another one? What do you think? Folly a lottie. Folly a lottie. <laughs> Let me take you back. Folly a toi. To a folly a toi. <laughs> folly a cat. Say let me take you back to our very first episode Salem witch trials and papers please no (laughs) think again what was one of the theories from the Salem witch trials oh the bread ergot ergot oh ergotism Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. okay so number one theory well there's two big theories but the first of the two is ergotism. Well, first of all, they tried to fucking say why they needed to go to the St. Vitus, Vitris. I think it's Vitus. Vitamin C. 
As we go on, we remember all the dancing we did together. Imagine. No, so they um they were said that they were basically possessed by the devil. We've heard that old song and dance. Mm-hmm. Satanic And panic. that they had overheated blood. Which is crazy. Maybe they were just hot. Maybe they were dancing a lot. Maybe that takes a lot of energy. That reminds me of Plumbella again. She always says that stuff in The Sims boils her piss. (laughs) (laughs) But this is blood. It boils my blood. Is that who you send me? Yes. Yeah, I really like that's good good content there. (laughs) So, okay, okay, okay. If you want more in-depth about ergotism... Please go listen to this podcast, We'll Kill You. That is what they're about. Mm -hmm. They're all about fungi and the such yep uh cells science orgasmisms uh-huh. <laughs> organisms i know how to say it um so they really told me some very interesting things about that such as there's three different kinds of ergotism okay I believe. basically you can get like gangrene gang gangrene <laughs> so your fucking limbs will fall off what from ergot poisoning <laughs> what because it's a vasoconstrictor <gasps> and it'll yes because ergamine i believe is what they said is used still to stop hemorrhaging postpartum <gasps> it's a vasoconstrictor okay okay so if you get it though in the rye and stuff you're you gangrene or I just pictured them shoving like a loaf of bread into your ears. Stop <laughs> the rye. Well, it can also be in rice and other fucking okay. things they said, and I can't remember. Okay. Another thing it does when it's not that kind of ergot. There's different things that ergot can do, and it can affect your brain and your gut. Okay. Head, shoulders, affects, knees, toes. Yes, it affects serotonin <gasps> which lives in your gut by the way yes didn't know this very mm-hmm, good mm-hmm. so it can it can affect the serotonin in your gut it can affect the serotonin in your mind if it does in your mind and your brain stem then what it can do is called i believe conversion ergotism conversion ergotism Durgan. holy shit okay and when that happens you basically, it's like seizure. It's a convulsion. Seizure, <gasps> Which makes it movement. Looks like you're dancing. Exactly. Exactly. And if they're all in the same place, they would eat the same bread or rice or rye, whatever. And get it all from the same yes. uh, producer. <gasps> Sorry, I just sound like a, a rap record producer. So, yeah. Okay. Uh. And then, and then, so that's not good. If you have ergot poisoning, <laughs> it's not great because you know what ergamine, I believe is what it's called. The, what it, uh, uh, the fucking, <laughs> I'm trying so hard to fucking sound smart. Hold on, I will remember it. The properties uh-huh. mimic uh-huh. the properties of uh-huh. LSD. <gasps> oh, so it's basically like they're all they're tripping, tripping. On acid. Yes, it's very similar. It's very similar. Um, 
something that I chemical something properties or okay. God, I'm trying so hard. Please okay. go li- if you if you actually want like in depth smart people talking about this shit. Please go listen. to <laughs> You them. don't want to be frustrated by us <laughs> trying to piece together stuff that's above They're our so ability. Much smarter than me, women in STEM. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but really, not us though. <laughs> not a, couldn't be me. I love you for it, mm-hmm. but I try so hard, and my brain is like. It just it, we do Ergen Dergen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's yes. as far as I could go. The other thing is okay. okay this the is other my own theory. Personal theory. I love that you keep touching your fingers <laughs> to your temples, like you're trying to read my mind. Okay. What are we? What What do you think is going on around that time? Now, this could also be a catalyst for the second biggest theory. I would say, arguably, the biggest theory, the most likely theory. But in my mind, it could also be the reason why all these people were kind of in this time. Not only are we having plagues rampant through the UK. What else do we have? War. Yes. <gasps> Famine. Hunger. What else? Syphilis. How the fuck would I get <laughs> syphilis? <laughs> How would I know that syphilis was rampant at any point in time? No, I thought Hitler had it. Did he? Yeah, I think that's why people say that he went fucking cuckoo bananas. Is it like eats your brain? Again, I'm not a scientist. This is not a scientific thing. <laughs> Nor are we historians. Nor am I a smart human. <laughs> One but, time you taught Hank Green about coos. And I will. Hey, go watch our TikTok if you want to <laughs> see me teach Hank Green coos. I've never been prouder. I've never. It wasn't the word I was looking for, but it's the <laughs> no, word because that someone we said. I think what was the word? Decency was what I was looking for. Oh, decorum was the decorum. other one. Yeah, that was the word I was. Okay, so anyways, basically, what the other theory, the biggest one, could be was a form of mass psychogenic disorder, which Very was the folly do kind of thing. Yes. So, um, also called conversion disorder. Okay. Now. Formerly called hysteria. Again, if you want to go and listen to this podcast, we'll kill you. They do a really good breakdown of why those are kind of yucky terms. Uh huh. Because hysteria, do you know, it comes from hyster, means womb. Uh Uh huh. Basically, it was uh, like wandering womb (laughs) syndrome. uh, It was a crazy period again. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Mm -hmm. So. That is kind of... I think I have heard that where people are like, mm-hmm. we don't want to talk about... We don't want to reference it as hysteria Hystera or hysterical. means... It comes from the Greek word uterus. Sorry. But yeah. So saying someone is hysterical is rooted in someone saying, okay, you're unable to control your emotions because, because of, of your, your uterus. uterus. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Basically, hysteria back in the day was specifically female disorder resulting from disturbances in uterine functions of course disturbances is it a disturbance or is it functioning exactly the way it was designed to and you just don't understand because it doesn't happen to you yeah (laughs) and so to you it's like ah scary what's going on with them (laughs) what's going on i don't understand i'm sorry have you ever had testosterone in your body because i feel like it's probably worse i feel like you guys are killing each other a lot more (laughs) so maybe we check out what's happening with you (laughs) yeah that's Okay. Testeria. <laughs> yeah, that's my testeria. <laughs> um, okay, so anyways, this is where a 
besides all the gross things. Conversion disorder is a type of mental disorder in which a wide variety of sensory, motor, or psychic disturbances may occur. So there were actual things that happened, I think, in the United States. Um, at a high school, there was like a laughing epidemic where students became hysterically laughing. Again, there's hysteria, but like yeah, they yeah, were yeah. laughing maniacally. <laughs> Here we go. Uncontrollably. And it caught on to the point where they, it, I think under over like 200 students were laughing to the point of like convuls- vomiting, convulsion, <laughs> yeah. basically. And nobody knew why. Okay. But here's one thing for you. Oh, my God. This is what I was so excited about. Mirror neurons. Yes. You know what they are? Yes. Think, I said vomiting. No. Think yawning. Yes. Think what you were talking about earlier with your son, which is why I was so excited because I was like, ah, we're talking mirror neurons, which is a lot of times kids will make funny faces based off the funny faces they see us make. Yes. See, mirror I neurons. know all about mirror neurons because of photography. Yes. That's why oftentimes if you yes. see someone taking your photo and they're smiling behind the camera, you're like, why the fuck are you smiling? You, you're not being seen. It's but because of mir- mirror neurons. If I am sitting here itching my nose, you will start to itch your nose probably because it will like make your mirror neurons I am, trigger. But no, I do feel itchy when I you know watch. What I mean? It's not even just a specific place, but when you're, it, it if just you, you start feel- itching, it makes me feel like i need to itch are you guys itching right now is it making you feel itchy that we're even talking about it because there's something with mirror neurons that it could just be a uh, sensory like mm-hmm, hearing mm-hmm. somebody talk about it yeah talk like about yawning it. will make you yawn talk about yes right you're suppressing it right now so that is the biggest i guess um theory mm-hmm. is that all of these people saw or heard mm-hmm. of this phenomenon happening and because they were in such a like PTSD state from oh, famine yeah. from war from plague from i mean basically they're they're in massive survival mode at its oh, core oh for sure they're stressed everything is super stressed out and like I never even thought about it that way. Like, I know that we as millennials talk about all of the traumatic th- life stages that we've been through, but mm-hmm. like, it was for real life and death every fucking day when, like, back literally, you back could get when. bit by a rat and you then you're fucking done. <laughs> yeah. And you'll knock out your whole city. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very scary. Talk about the trauma. So basically, um, mass hysteria, even mm-hmm. though I hate that word. But conversion disorders and such like that thrive where there is such a a, like high point of stress, low, like survival. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, Conditions are just right for conditional conversion. (laughs) Conversion conditioning. Exactly. All right. Is there more? Let's see. Motor symptoms vary from complete paralysis to tremors, tics contractures or convulsions Mm, mm -hmm. in each instance neurological examination of the affected part of the body reveals an intact neuromuscular apparatus with normal reflexes and normal electrical activity and responses to electrical stimulation which i think Mm. is like still functioning so that's why it would seem like um functional dance right maybe to people who were chronicling it yes there i am with that word again i know that like i have restless leg yeah. And I could be in bed and my legs will just be fucking going. Yeah. And it's almost like I need to move them 
just to like, get it to stop, which yes, I think is what they initially were like, let's just let him dance it out. Let's just yes. let him get this out of their system. Right. Um, anyways, that's pretty much all I had. There were there were some other ones, but like those were the two biggest ones that make the most sense. The other ones are kind of like I think one was like encephalitis, which is like a brain swelling. Uh huh. Um, but how would those that... would be more like seizures? Yes. And not plus you would have headaches, nausea, vomiting, right? All of those things that like you wouldn't be able to dance for two months straight right. if you had like encephalitis. And I think there was another one that would be like Did they have music? Yeah. Well, yes, once they start after a while they did have music. <laughs> they were not just like to start. If, if not you're to start. just gonna be dancing, we'll bring the tunes, I guess. They did eventually, <laughs> yes. And then they were like, fuck, we have to stop. They're not stopping. Yeah. It's been a while. I feel like this is not helping. Yes. I feel I feel a bit like I'm what's that word? Where you're doing something that doesn't help someone who's doing Un- something unhelpful. To- <laughs> no, no, enabling. No. Yes, yes, I feel like I'm enabling. I'm their- an enabler. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, the well, city that danced themselves to death. To death. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that history mystery, history yeah. mystery with us. There's so many more now. Uh, please, if you send them my way or tag me in them or whatever on TikTok, anything you see, send me podcast episodes, yeah. whatever you find, because I think that's a fun little mini series thing for us to do as like a quote drunk history thing, which or is like, just like, or a replacement for tangents and true crime. A hundred percent. Because yeah, I don't feel like it's us speculating and making it goofy hurts anyone yes because it's happened so long ago and it's and it was just like a freak thing that happened exactly it's not something that's an ongoing thing that could now affect other people although like i said there's been that laughing thing but it didn't people didn't die from that right 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 it was just like probably very detention maybe they got hiccups (laughs) i don't know yeah well all right well, thanks so much for that. That was fun. Uh, thanks for hanging out, you guys. If you want, we are going to go record a Patreon episode where we do more of what we did last week. So answering more of your questions, please. About if you bachelorette want that, and wedding. If you're getting married soon, or if you're in a wedding, or if you just like us talking, <laughs> go to <laughs> Patreon.com/slash Ladies and Tangents, and yeah. we'll we'll have more for you over there. All right, thanks for hanging out, everybody. We love you so much, and we'll see you next week. All right, we're out. Goodbye. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. At Audi, expectations matter. 
It's why what's standard on every Audi SUV are features that exceed yours. How we get there matters. The Audi family of SUVs. Progress you can feel.